Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Embodied Nourishment Podcast. Today, I am going to be talking about cleaning out your closet of clothes that are too small for you um, and any other clothes that just no longer fit you. Um, Just a little bit of heads up, I might be moving around a little bit today. You might hear me pacing and walking and (laughs) trying to move my environment Um, I, today is Saturday and, well, it's Saturday as I am recording this and I live on the first floor of a house and my landlord who lives upstairs has several children and they are very, very loud. There's a lot of noise going on upstairs and these, the microphone that I'm using, I mean, it's just the basic Apple microphone, but this Thing picks up every little bit of noise. I tried to experiment with putting music behind on the podcast to block it out, but it just sounded so, so busy and cheesy and it was just too much going on. So just a heads up, there might be some background noise. I know you guys don't care though, because my people are so cool and so understanding. I mean, I just don't know what else to do. I live in New York. It's loud, noisy everywhere I go. I can't. I was thinking about going into my car to do the podcast, but I was thinking, I was like, that's worse. Then there's going to be a whole lot of horns honking and people walking by. So anyway, we'll just jump right in. I know you guys are cool. All right, so let's talk about cleaning those freaking clothes out of your closet that no longer fit you anymore. Okay. If you have clothes in your closet that are too small for you and you are keeping them in your closet for motivation to lose weight, I am telling you right now those clothes are not motivating you to lose weight. If you are keeping clothes in your closet that are too small for you in order to try to hold yourself accountable to quote unquote eat healthy or eat right, Those clothes that are sitting in your closet are not helping you to eat healthy nor eat right, quote unquote. Conversely, keeping clothes in your closet that don't fit you for this purpose is probably actually causing you to do the opposite. It's actually destroying your relationship with food and it's causing the connection to your body to become more and more severed as time goes on, which is making it more difficult for you to connect to your intuition, which is making it more difficult for you to actually eat quote unquote right. So it's just a whole bunch of irony all over this, right? So, but let's talk about why. I'm first going to compare this to, let's say, shoes. Let's do shoes, okay? Let's say you have a size nine foot and you need a size nine, a size nine shoe. And then you fill your closet with shoes that are a size seven. And you force yourself to wear these size seven shoes all the time. Well, how do you think your feet are going to feel? your feet are going to feel horrible. (laughs) You're going to have calluses and blisters and bruises and your feet are going to hurt if you try to squeeze your size 9 foot into a size 7 shoe. 
And you know what happens when you place your feet into shoes that are too small and they hurt? What do you do? What do you, well, I should ask, what do you think about all day? You're going to be thinking about your feet all day. It's the only thing you're going to be thinking about. You're going to be in pain and the whole entire day, the only thing you're going to be wishing for is for smaller feet. Maybe bigger shoes, but no, right? Because we're going along with the analogy of body, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it around to next. But the whole entire day, if your feet are inside of shoes that are too small for you, the whole entire day, you're just going to be thinking about your feet, obsessing about your feet, thinking about the pain that you're in and wishing that you just had shoes that fit you. And it's going to be the only thing that you can think about. And you know what would happen if you were just to get a pair of size nine shoes and transfer your feet over into the size shoes that fit you? You would stop thinking about your feet immediately. You would be relieved of the pain and the obsession of thinking about your feet, which would then free you. Okay, it's the same thing with clothes. It's the same thing with clothes that don't fit you. When you are putting your body into clothes that do not fit you, you feel very uncomfortable. When you are sitting there with pants that are too tight that are cutting into your stomach or jeans with, um, you know, the pants are too tight and you can't move in them um, or a shirt that's too too tight around your chest and your rib cage and it's hard for you to breathe in it or you just feel every breath because it's so tight. Guess what? The only thing that you're going to be able to think about is your body. The only thing that you're going to be wishing for is for a smaller body. You're going to obsess over your body. And this is going to, this is what causes a, or contributes to, can contribute to a disordered relationship with food. And I know you might be sitting there thinking, well, okay, if I want to fit back into these clothes again and, and be comfortable, right? If I, if I want to be allowed to be comfortable, comfortable again, then I have to lose weight. This is the motivation to do it, right? That's what you're thinking. But you guys, I'm telling you, this is not... This is not helping your relationship with food and it's not even helping you to lose weight. In fact, I would even say it could even be causing weight gain. And, um, you know, let's go into that a little bit. I was going to save that a little bit for later, but it came up. So so let's just go in there. I, of course, have to be really careful with this because, of course, the, the purpose here is not to say, you know, oh, if you go get clothes in your closet that fit, that could help you lose weight. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is that when you have clothes in your closet that don't fit and you're trying to use that as a motivation for weight loss, this puts you into a diet mentality. When you go into a diet mentality, food becomes scarce. And when food becomes scarce, then there be, then there's an obsession that happens around food. And then when you restrict your food intake, that, scar- that feeling of scarcity then comes to life. But as we've talked about in previous episodes, right, your body cannot tolerate restriction like that. So you're going to have a breaking point and then you're going to binge. So here you are thinking, oh, if I keep clothes in my closet that don't fit or if I, you know, want to be comfortable in these clothes that I already own, then I have to just 
do the work and lose weight and get back into it and go on a diet. But that is causing you to restrict and then binge, which ironically is one of the biggest risk factors for weight gain. And there's the irony, right? You're, You're keeping these clothes in your closet to try to motivate yourself to lose weight except keeping these smaller clothes in your closet is the very thing that may be causing you to gain weight, which is the exact opposite thing that that you even have the clothes in there for or that you tried to squeeze your body into for. You're getting the opposite outcome of what you're even looking for. And again, you know, I have to be careful. I'm not, I, I'm not saying, you know, if you get clothes that fit, you're, you're going to lose weight. You might not, right? Like this might be your new body and then we have to do body image work and make peace with that, which is a topic for another day. But my point being is that your, your um, motivations, your goals, your idea for keeping these clothes around are accomplishing the exact opposite of what you are hoping for. Another thing that I've heard too a lot is that um, a lot of times I've heard that people feel afraid that if they are to get rid of these clothes and to bring in clothes that do fit their bodies, that they're afraid that this is going to not hold them accountable to make quote-unquote good food choices. So in other words, they are afraid that if they bring in clothes that are bigger, that it's going to allow themselves to for their bodies to just keep on growing. Which is really just another way of saying, I don't trust myself around food and I need to have these control systems in place to try to control that. And it's really just that fear being expressed in a different way. Allowing clothes into your closet that fit your body, that you can breathe in, that you can move in, that you don't feel like you are suffocating in, this is an act of respecting your body. Respecting your body is a critical part of healing your relationship with food, healing your relationship with your body, and being able to connect with your hunger and fullness cues and with your intuition so that you can make appropriate food choices for your body. And I totally don't mean that in a diet culture way, right? Like I don't mean to say, oh, if you bring clothes into your closet that actually fit your body, then you're finally going to stick to that restrictive diet that you were always trying to stick to. No, we're not doing that. That's not what we're talking about. But when you bring clothes into your closet that actually fit your body and you become relieved of that physical pain and that physical discomfort of, of, not, of putting yourself in clothes that don't fit you, guess what? You are going to be able to start thinking about other things in life. <laughs> like, The shoe analogy, right? If you have shoes on your feet that are too small and you try to go, you know, to, to into the city and walk around in the city on, in these shoes that are too small, you are not going to be able to enjoy what the city can offer you. You're not going to be able to enjoy the museums and the restaurants and the sights and the sounds and socializing and whatever, whatever else it is you like to do when you go out. You're not going to be able to enjoy those things because you are going to be thinking about your freaking feet that are squished into these shoes that are too small. 
But if you're in comfortable shoes, then, you know, have at it. You can go to the city, walk around, take in all the sights, sounds, smells, food, everything that it has to offer, and you can enjoy it without this agonizing discomfort with, with shoes that don't fit on your feet. It's the same thing with clothes on your body that are too small or that don't fit you well. Once you put your, your body into clothes that fit you, that you can move and be comfortable in, I'm not saying that all of your body image issues are going to dissipate into thin air, but it will start to free up some of that mental space that is being so heavily occupied by real discomfort that you're putting yourself in by having those small clothes. And it's so interesting, right? Because I love this analogy because as a culture, we don't place any shame or blame in like, in the size of our, in the size of our shoes, the size of our feet. It's like, it's whatever, right? If you're a size five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten shoe, whatever. There's no, you know, you don't, you don't go to the shoe store and if like, if you're a size nine foot, you don't go to the shoe store and like, look at the size six shoes and, and say, oh, I wish I could fit into those. I mean, maybe you do if there's like, if like a really cute shoe that you, that you like, and they only have a size six, then maybe you might be like, oh, I wish I had that, I had a size six shoe, but no, not even, right? Like you would be like, oh, I wish they had this shoe in my size, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. It wouldn't be the other way around. It would be, I just wish they had this shoe in my size, right? But when it comes to clothes, it's, it's the opposite. We go in and we say, oh, I, I, wish, I wish my body could fit into that shirt. Instead of saying, I wish they fucking made that shirt in my size. Right? It's opposite because our culture places shame and blame around clothing size. But they don't do it. The culture doesn't do it around our foot size. Something to think about. Right? Right? And, and I want to just say one more thing about that is that if your body changes and you need you need to get bigger clothes there's no morality attached to that bodies change all the time and you know what your body is going to change throughout the rest of your life it's just going to and you can either try to control or try to control the changes that your body is going to inevitably make by keeping clothes that don't fit you in your closet, or you can be kind to your body and show it respect, like you respect your feet with shoes that fit, and you can allow your body to be inside of clothes that fit it instead of the other way around. Okay, um, your body's going to change, you know, from from infancy to toddlerhood to puberty to um, pregnancy to postpartum to menopause and beyond. Your body changes. That is a constant in life. It's going to change. So let it change and let it change comfortably into clothes that that fit it, that fit it. Um, okay, 
with that being said, let's move on to some common objections that I typically get when I have this conversation with clients. So a lot of objections that I get, let's start with with one. A lot of times I hear, um, oh, but you know, I had a lot of good memories in those clothes. I had that, that cute skirt that I used to fit into and go out in all the time and I felt so cute and confident in it and and I I miss that skirt. I just I just want to fit back into it because I want to have those kinds of memories again. Okay. That's something I hear a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And that's why that's why I kind of jumped around, but that's kind of why I, I first wanted to mention that hey, your body is going to change your whole life. You are going to have many skirts, many shirts, many dresses that you will grow into and that you may grow out of and back and forth and back and forth. And a decision has to be made where we have to decide, hey, is keeping that skirt in my closet, is it helping me or is it hurting me? And if you've got this far into the podcast and you have decided to agree with me that keeping it in your closet is hurting you, it may be time to quite honestly go through, go through a little bit of a grieving process. Sometimes we just have to grieve these old clothes that no longer fit us. These old clothes that we had so many fun memories in, it's time to let them go because they just simply don't fit anymore. Um, I always say to, you know, in the grieving process, we tend to look at what we are losing and what we are letting go of. And of course, you know, we should absolutely hold the space for that and take the time that we need to go through that. And then once you go through that grief, that grieving process, I would just like to invite your attention to look turn your head and look forward. You get to go shopping. (laughs) You know, you, you have a whole life with new clothes ahead of you to make new memories in. And like I said, from infancy to toddlerhood to childhood to puberty, pregnancy, postpartum, menopause and beyond and everything in between, There are memories to be made in all of those stages of life. Just because you fit into this skirt in high school and you had a fun memory at a concert doesn't mean that you can't be 40 years old and find a new skirt that's more in... um, uh, more in style, if you will, <laughs> more in style for you to go to a different concert to with your new music taste, with your new friends and your new life, right? It's it's just, it's it's spring cleaning. It's clearing out the old, bringing in the new, making new memories in those clothes. And then one day your body's going to change again. And then you're going to have to grieve those clothes as well and pass them along. Sometimes your body might shrink, right? Like sometimes we gain weight, sometimes we lose weight. Sometimes our bodies get bigger, sometimes our bodies get smaller. And we're just going to have to go with the flow through life as those changes happen. And 
again, making a decision of do I want to torture myself constantly with clothes that don't fit in my closet and just constantly be reminiscing and thinking, um, you know, how do I get that? How do I get this in control when in reality, this is not something that is meant to be controlled? Right? Or you could free yourself and allow yourself to just clean out what no longer is aligned for your body and to call in different clothes that are aligned for your body. Just, you know, getting used to the idea that you're going to have to um, um, consistently and, and often acquire new clothes that feel good and are comfortable throughout your life can really set you free here and can allow you to just think about other things when you stop attaching morality to your body's natural changes. You know, your body changes naturally or maybe you are even going through the process of recovering from an eating disorder. Maybe you are recovering from a very restrictive eating disorder and you have to get say goodbye to clothes that were are way too small for you now because you've gained quite a bit of weight. Okay, but you know what? Like that's the season that you're in right now. That's that's there's no morality attached to that. Right? So so right now you could be in a larger body in in a in an active recovering body that is much larger or it doesn't even have to be much larger, but but at least larger than what your very restrictive body was. And you need to bring in clothes that are going to fit that. And there's no morality there. It's the season that you're in. And who knows, as you continue on in your conscious eating journey and learn intuitive eating and connecting with your body and healing your relationship with food, your body might lose a little bit more weight. And and. Again, like I have to be careful here because I'm not saying that bringing clothes clothes that fit you into your closet is going to make you lose weight. My point is just being you might be getting really heavily fixated on like your body right now and you're worried that this could be the body that um that you're always going to be in and um you feel like you must keep clothes in your closet that are that are going to quote unquote keep you accountable, but it's not. It's just torturing yourself and it's not helping you heal. It is not helping you heal your relationship with food. It's not helping you heal your body image. In fact, it's it's holding you back. Your body is going to shrink and get larger, shrink and get larger throughout your lifespan. So I know, you know, especially when we're talking about restrictive eating disorders, um, you know, restrictive eating disorders, that, that is the ultimate fear. That essentially, like if we were to to define a restrictive eating disorder in one sentence, it would be an intense fear of gaining weight. And this is going to sound hella cheesy, but the way that we overcome our fear is to face our fear. So if your biggest fear is gaining weight, and that was the thing that was causing your restrictive eating disorder, well, quite frankly, gaining weight is the way to recover from that. And that is how we treat anorexia. I know, you know, if you're on my Instagram, you're listening to this podcast, I, I don't necessarily speak to the extremes of eating disorders although this information is relevant I can understand that you could have had some restrictive disordered eating patterns without being diagnosed with anorexia however 
within the spectrum of disordered eating, this is still applicable. If your fear is gaining weight, then gaining weight is the way that you overcome that fear, right? So maybe that's where you are right now. You're in a recovered body that has gained weight from from your lower weight and if that's the season that you're in right now, that where your your physiology is healing, your mind is healing, that mind-body connection is healing, then it's it's essential that you respect that part of your journey with clothes that fit. Okay. Um, lastly, I will just wrap this up by giving you some tips and pointers about um, replacing the clothes in your closet. I understand that it sounds hella, hella privileged for me to just say, oh, just get new clothes. <laughs> just go to the store and buy new clothes because clothes are expensive. And if you're listening to this, um, it is currently June of the year 2022 and inflation is high and everything is expensive. <laughs> Um, so, you know, things are, things are expensive economy. The economy is not in good shape. So I recognize that, um, it's not, it's not so easy to just be like, ah, fuck it. Just go buy new clothes. Right. I get that. So here are some tips. And even if you are in a very privileged position and you can afford to do a complete wardrobe clean out, I don't, I wouldn't even say that that's necessarily, um, that that's not even necessarily what you have to do to to start this journey. I would start by just start like start with a few staples, right? So like if it's the summer, just start with like get one shirt this week that fits your body. Get one t-shirt or one tank top or whatever for the summer. It could be at a thrift store, right? It doesn't it doesn't have to necessarily be fancy or cute or whatever, but but I mean yeah, I mean, work work those back into your closet too over time. But my point being, start with some basics. Get one shirt this week. It could be like a $7 shirt at Target or whatever, right? And then maybe a few weeks from now, get yourself a pair of leggings or shorts that fit your body. And then a few weeks from now, get another shirt. And then a few weeks from now, get another pair of pants. And as you do that, slowly grieve and move out the clothes that don't fit. It can be a slow process. It doesn't, I know, I know if you're here and I know if you have a history of disordered eating, you all have a history of black and white thinking, right? It's like, okay, well, if I'm, if I'm making the decision to clean out my closet, then I must do it all at once. I must get rid of all summer, fall, winter, and spring clothes, and I must go to the store and replace all summer, fall, winter, and spring clothes at once. No, you don't do that, right? Because right now it's summer, if you're listening to this in June. Um, but guess what? Six months from now is going to be winter. Your body might change. Ha ha. <laughs> Your body might change. Ha ha. So you might need different clothes by then, right? It's normal. This is normal stuff to cycle through. So just start with a few staples. Don't go crazy. Um, And then when the fall and the winter comes, see where your body is then. And again, a staple here, a staple there. Um, And as you, like I said, as you bring in, um, grieve the old ones as they go out. And then turn your head back around and look forward into making new memories in these new clothes that you are bringing in. Okay. Okay. So that is all that I have for you today. I hope that this podcast helped you. Uh, Funny enough, I don't, my neighbors upstairs ended up 
not they ended up getting quiet as I started talking which I really appreciate so all right y'all did not have to hear a whole bunch of banging which was good but anyway okay down in the show notes I'm going to place my application to work with me for nutrition counseling if you are interested and I will leave you with that all right guys I'll see you on the next episode bye